Hey, this is Dimitris the Curious Tangero. My goal is to bring more people to tango and more tango to people. Today we're going to discuss a few important topics for those who want to be more stable, who want to understand what, what is their axis, want to have a better connection with their partners, and want to be able to communicate clearer during the dance. It's a lot. This is just an excerpt from the Curious Tangero Advanced Newsletter. The Curious Tangero Advanced Newsletter is for social tango dancers, leaders and followers that want to improve faster and create a dance that their partners enjoy. Look for a link to it in the description. And let's start. Your foot is not a point. I heard this during a private class over 10 years ago. But it took me till this year and lots more classes to start realizing what that means and how to apply it in different areas of my dance. Here, I want to share two examples where the phrase your foot is not a point applies. Ochos. Most people, when they think of ochos, they just think of the pivot and the projection slash step part. But let's take a moment to consider the weight distribution on the surface of the foot. Very often we tend to dance having 80% of our weight forward and just 20% on the back of the foot, on the heel. Often we put, we put even more weight forward, transforming the foot into a point. If you try to do a front ocho with that weight distribution, you're in for a trouble, because the weight of the projecting leg forward makes you fall into the front step. But when you start thinking of your foot as a surface, you can start asking questions such as, how much weight should I put on the front and how much on the back? How much on the left and how much on the right? Let's get more specific and explore the front ocho, for example. The distribution of the weight of the base leg that gives you a lot more stability before initiating the projection is this. 40% on the front, 60% on the back. Putting more weight on the back of the base leg frees the forward leg, the leg that's going to go forward, to move. Moreover, if you split the surface of the foot also to, you know, left and right, you want about 60% of the weight on the side of the big toe and 40% on the side of the pinky. After all, the projection is going to be created because the base leg is pushing the floor and the big finger has a very important role in that. The bones of the big finger are much stronger than the ones of the pinky. This way, when you start the step forward, you can transfer your weight from the back to the front, maintaining your stability. Try a few watches and check your weight distribution. Try to put more weight on the back and a little bit more weight on the inside part of the base leg. By the way, a rule of thumb that works most of the time, whenever you feel unstable, try to put a bit more weight toward the side of the big finger of your base foot. Alright, the second rule of thumb, make sure your head is not leaning too much forward. Alright, your foot is not a point. Let's see another example of this. Lots of students are not clear on what the axis is. And lots of teachers also are not clear on what the axis is. You're going to hear explanations such as the imaginary line that starts from X and passes through Y, or uh, the line from the base of the back of your neck to the atlas, or the line between the base, in the legs, 
and the L5 vertebra. And the list goes on if you want to be like, you know, if you want to go into biomechanics. I tried many of those. And although they're they like correct in their own sense, none of them worked for me. The issue for me is that most of them, they try to include in one definition, both the position of the weight and the alignment of the body. It all changed when I received this, you know, kind of technically wrong definition of the axis. And the definition was, your axis is the position of your weight on your base. I will repeat that. Your axis is the position of your weight on your base. This definition is wrong in so many ways, but it is the most actionable and helpful definition for me. So when you feel your weight forward on your base, you know, on your foot or your feet, if you have both feet on the ground, then your axis is forward. When you feel it on your heel, then your axis is back. It's simple, it's actionable, it's easy to understand. You still need to maintain a proper alignment of the upper body, but this is no longer part of the definition of the axis. Yes, you need to understand how to be you know, vertical, which parts you need to align and everything, but this is no longer definition of the axis. The axis is where your weight is on your base. Now, a definition is as good as the amount and quality of solutions and clarity it creates. So let's see the definition in action. Let's see it applied on the weight distribution on the foot. We have three points on our feet where we want to try to find our axis. Those three imaginary points are the heel, a bit below the small toe, and a bit below the big toe. This creates a triangle, right? The heel a bit below the small toe on the metatarsal and a bit below on the big toe on the metatarsal again. People often tend to put their axis, their weight, above the third one, above the, the big toe, but, you know, about like below the big toe, which is a quite unstable position in my opinion, right? They bring all the weight to the forward and to the inside. It's a lot more stable when the weight in, without definition, when your axis is distributed on all the three points. If you think of your foot as a surface and not a point, and you use the axis definition we discussed, it feels natural to also start distributing your weight along the whole line of the metatarsal between the number two and the number three. And that's a lot more stable. Number two is the, you know, a little bit below the small toe, and number three a little bit below the big toe. So you create a line, the metatarsal line. Okay, and that's a lot more stable. Movement preparation. You might have noticed that advanced leaders dance. Uh, they, they, it also has like usually two qualities. It looks smoother and it has more beautiful lines, right? Same thing, of course, for followers. Why? The truth is that in most cases, they don't focus on making it look smoother nor on creating these beautiful lines. The origin of both those qualities is the same. What they do is that they focus on the movement of their axis on the surface of their feet, and most importantly for leaders, on the feet of their partners. They focus on the movement of the partner's axis on the feet of their partners. 
If I want to simplify that, as a leader, I will think on where is the axis of the follower on her feet. Before moving to the left, the leader focuses on transferring the weight, the axis of the follower, towards the opposite side of her base leg. This is going to be the right for him. He does the same thing for his weight, for his axis too. He brings it to the one side so he can move to the other. Then, to start moving to the left, he starts by transferring his axis from the outside right side of his foot to the inside left side. And then he pushes the floor. This simple transference of his axis from the outside the right side of his foot to the inside side of the foot is passed to his partner. And the upcoming movement to the left is created by the change of the weight from the right of the foot to the left, not from the chest, from the transference of the axis across the surface of the foot. You see, we're already thinking of the left side of the foot and the right side of the foot. We don't think the whole foot is a point. We realize that there is a path for our axis to move from the outside of the foot to the inside. And this transference of, of the axis is something that a leader can communicate to the follower and a follower needs to be aware. All right, the follower needs to pay attention to the axis of the leader's uh, feet, all right, of how the axis moves on the leader's feet and understand that and then they move together. You can apply that to front steps and back steps too. Start focusing on moving your weight, your axis, from left to right and front to back across your foot during each step. It almost feels like you're trying to give a massage to your whole foot while you move. Focus on how the weight moves from the heel to the toes as you step. Uh, if you step with the heel first. Play with that weight axis movement in each position available. And most importantly, dance a full song only focusing, if you're a leader, on the weight distribution on your partner's feet. Sorry, correction, not if you're a leader, both if you're a leader and a follower. Dance a full song only focusing on the weight distribution on your partner's feet. If you're a leader, can you make your step on a sidestep with your weight on the inside part of the foot? This is something that helps a lot if you want to take fast sidesteps when dancing milonga. Or can you make your step on the outside of your foot, on the outside side of the foot? Can you discover how much you can move her axis along her feet's surface before she moves? There is a certain surface area, different for each woman, where her axis can move, you know, on the base, but she will not take a step. And this is where magic happens. I try to identify that surface at the beginning of each dance with every follower I know. I try to figure out how much can I move her axis on the surface of her feet without this creating an actual movement for her to move forward or side or back. Here's a summary. Next time your teachers tell you to move your axis, forget their definition of axis and try the weight as axis definition that I told you. See if that simplifies your life. Again, just to remind you, axis is where your weight is on your base. Now, dance a full song thinking only 
of moving your partner's axis around her foot before taking a step. Try to stay in place for a while too and explore the limits of how much the axis can move without taking a step. Followers can also focus on where their partner's weight is. Before starting a step, move your axis always toward the opposite direction of the intended movement first and then use the transference of the weight as the signal for the upcoming movement. Not the chest, no dissociation, just simple, plain, old transference of the weight. See what that does to your dance. A final note. Heels create a distortion in the body of the women. The heels, they push the femur bone into the back of the hips. This makes the hips go a bit forward. To compensate for this, followers need to press their heels down into the ground. If they don't do that, they are more prone to falling forwards. So as a leader, once you identify the origin of this instability, you can focus on putting more of her weight to the back of the feet. This will help your dance with more stability. If the reason that she is falling is because the hips are falling forward, right? You just put her weight more on the back of her hips. She will not know it, but she will feel that when she dances with you, she's dancing better. Of course, if you're a follower, focus more on pushing the heel into the ground. I hope that was useful. For more tips like this, I invite you to join the Curious Tangero Advanced newsletter, where you can actually read them uh, and not having to go front and back in the in the podcast. And you can understand it's one of the tips. You can review them a lot easier. So for more tips like that, look for the link in the description or go to thecuriousstangero.com slash advanced. And don't forget to follow this podcast to be notified when new episodes are out. Hugs and stay curious.